Hi everyone and welcome to Worth the Calories, a Great British Bake Off podcast. This week we're talking desserts. Mmm, desserts. <laughs> Puddings. I have seen a, a couple of things of, of the, you know, the, the annual, what is a pudding? Everything is a pudding. Yes, yes, that's true. Yes, everything can be considered a pudding. It is both a course and a type of food. Absolutely. But I would say that dessert somehow sounds more central. <laughs> Especially hey. when you say it like that. <laughs> you know, you can say, hey, come over for dessert. Dessert. You come over for say... pudding. <laughs> hey, hey, love, come over some, for some pudding. Some pudding. <laughs> some Yorkshires. Because, <laughs> <Exactly. laughs> yes, pu- pudding is used as a type of food for, I mean, every, every course. Yeah. But we also then have taken it almost colloquially as... The final course as well. I mean, growing up, I had pudding. I didn't have dessert. Oh, interesting. One doesn't okay. have dessert in Rochdale. One has pudding. <laughs> <laughs> I, I might have had dessert in a restaurant, <laughs> but but certainly I would have pudding at the okay. end of my tea. <laughs> but you can also have puddings. You can. Yes. 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 Anyway. Absolutely. Anyway. Um, we've been talking about how this is a really good season, really good episodes. I felt this was a bit ordinary. Which is possibly good, given when I think back on other seasons and they've been annoying. Yeah, <laughs> not as good. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yes, there were there were sort of a three things that are desserts. Yes, that were clumped together. Yes, yeah, the, yeah. There was nothing on the theme as a generality, and it was yes. just make some stuff. This is a, you know, this yes. is a filler week. This yes. is they need to go and get the box to do the thing to yeah. finish the season long arc. <laughs> Although I did think mm-hmm. the jelly cakes were a good showstopper. Well, I, I yes, and I think we said at the time that we quite liked it. Watching it again, I have a couple of thoughts on it. So, oh, so okay. Started off with cheesecakes. Yep. Twelve, I think they needed to make. Yeah. Um, identical cheesecakes of any sort and any flavour, and everyone went for passion fruit. Yeah. What wh- what what's with passion fruit? Is is passion fruit this year's fashion or something? Uh, possibly yes, but I think it's also it's a good punchy flavour. Yeah. You know, you know when you're having passion fruit, it, it it's there. So in terms of small size with good flavour, it's a good way to go. Mm. Whereas orange, you can overdo orange or chocolate yeah. or you know caramel or something. Passion fruit is, and and it's a, a good flavour to have in small portions. Agree, mm. agree. Yeah, no, no. I mean, it does make sense, but then that makes me think: well, is that the obvious choice? And- Maybe they should have done something different. Well, clearly it was the obvious choice because <laughs> they all went for it. Um, I found it interesting doing 12 identical mini ones. Yeah. Because it feels like they're going very much for that sort of professional end, what you would serve in a patisserie mm. or a, a, a nice restaurant and so yeah. on, rather than a slice of a thing. Agree. Mm. Agree. There, there is also the difficulty that cheesecake is hard to do and bake properly in some of the time they give. Yeah, I was about to say, it, it, I'm not sure they could have done a big... New mm. York baked cheesecake mm-hmm. because of how long it takes to sort of cool and, you know, they'd have had huge craters. Exactly. And by the time you are then cooking it, you then have to say, oh, and do us a coolie or a jam or, a yeah. you know, a extra thing just to fill the time. Yeah, well, like the creme pat with the, the creme anglaise. pudding. Creme yeah, anglaise. Yeah, yeah. That was it. <laughs> so, most of them went for passion fruit. Yeah. Dave went for citrus. Mm. And a bit of citrus in it, everything. So I wanted to make these. I have not had a chance to make them, but I'm still hoping to this week. And we'll revisit that next week. Nice. I like the idea of it being all the citrus flavours. So you get a bit of orange through the cheesecake. There's some lime in 
I think the meringues on top have some meringue, some okay. some lime in them, and then there was uh, lemon in his uh, sort of topping, and then he baked a biscuit in the bottom. Yeah. So I think that's quite a nice thing. I'm looking forward to trying it as a flavour. I am looking forward to eating it. <laughs> I'm not. I quite like, so the, the other aspect of this that was interesting, particularly from a baking perspective, as they said, whatever you use in the bottom of this, you have to do from scratch. Yeah, no no, no bashing up digestives. No, exactly. So uh, Peter, I think, went for oats with something else, yes. uh, honey and so on, to hold it together, which had a bit of baking, but was a sort of very quick... It's almost like Rice Krispie Cake. Yeah. <laughs> that kind of thing. It was a flapjack. Which is not a bad way to go hmm. with the brief, but I liked what Dave was doing, which was push push the um, biscuit batter, dough, yep. in the bottom of them, and then cook it. Yeah. Whereas I think Hermine was bake a massive biscuit. I think two or three of them might have been. Bake a massive well, biscuit L- and then bash it up. Laura definitely did yeah, that yeah. because we saw her throw it all over the floor as well. Yes, true. So I, I can see with the approach everyone took, but his is quite smart. I'm mm. really interested to see how it comes out because it would be so easy to bake it too much mm. and it'd be actually quite a hard base, Yeah, which, which wouldn't be so fun. And at the same time... For it to be too wet because the wet ingredients on it are well, not baked, so that that would be my concern. Mm. Like, would it would bit, the bit that's next to the wet ingredients actually become the dry biscuit? Exactly. So it, yeah, it will be interesting to see how that comes out. I think I think it was a nice approach, though. I think it was quite smart. I found it interesting that they questioned Hermine's use of the jars for it because that, and maybe this is because we lived in Battersea for a number of years. That feels like a pretty standard thing to do. Yeah. yeah, anything in a jar. Have exactly. your cocktail in a jar. Exactly. Have your pudding in a jar. <laughs> maybe maybe there was a jar maker in Battersea. Well, maybe so. I think it is that sort of, I'm going to say hipster. Hipster's not quite the right word. Um, but, but you know, modern and stylish. Yes, It's, it's a way to do it. Um, but I think that was, again, a very smart way to do it, rather mm. than then having to push it out of moulds, which is a scary thought. I I was having palpitations just watching Laura try to push it out of those Mm. silicon moulds. And and again, they said, tastes amazing. The finish wasn't wasn't amazing. Yeah. But then there was Peter's, which just collapsed. Just something in the baking. (sighs) He didn't keep it hot enough, didn't bake it well enough, opened yeah, the oven too just, early, something. They just sank in the middle, didn't yeah. they? They didn't look massively appetising, if, no. if I'm honest. And then his curd, I think it was curd he was trying to do on top, right. which came out too too runny, so he put melted butter in it. Well, then you need to chill it so the butter sets more. You don't add another liquid ingredient to it. That it, There, there was a fundamental decision-making there. That, that went he wrong. Failed on that. Yeah. I, I, you know, is his youth showing? I think. Yeah. I think now he will go. Ah, not butter. Uh, flour. Yeah. Because that's something. what it need. That's what it needed. Just something to give it a little bit more binding. I agree. But I fine. agree. Mm. Bless him. A- an interesting round. Yes. Um, I-, I think, like they said at the end of the show, everyone did about the same on it. Mm. Um, you know, obviously there were uh, ups and downs there, but no one smashed it. The- the- given how far on we are in the series. Mm-hmm. That was not um, a set of polished cheesecakes, was no, it? absolutely. So let's talk polished puddings. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the, the Sussex Pond Pudding. I'm not going to do the plosive thing, because plosives are not fun when you no. listen to a podcast. <laughs> he said trying to move absolutely. away from the microphone. Yeah. Sussex Pond Pudding. Have you ever had a Sussex Pond Pudding? I have not, but I have heard of it before. Okay. So okay. I, I'm not sure why, where I'd heard of it before, but right. yeah, that's... 
That is something that I was yeah. I was aware of. As, as someone who grew up in Sussex, I don't think I've ever heard of it. But oh, really? also, I don't really like steam puddings. Yeah. So this is... I, I, I think this is another one of those ones that goes back to... It was done in this way because of the time it was made. Mm. You steamed puddings because you didn't have an oven at home. Or it was expensive yeah. to run the oven. Whereas putting something in a pot and leaving it for four hours while you went to church and visited family in the morning and then came back to it was perfectly viable. We made steam puddings at guide camp. Okay. My, uh, my guide leader had a very, very good steamed chocolate cake recipe oh, interesting. that yeah, we used yeah. to do over a, over a fire at guide camp. Nice. That, that, that for me is one of my best steamed puddings. Okay, nice, yes. nice, nice. Yeah, I, I, I think I have done it for other things. Um... I feel like a sticky toffee type thing, maybe. Mm. Who knows? Who knows? This didn't go very well. They didn't have enough time. They didn't have enough time is the core thing to it. Because she kept saying, in a couple more hours, this would have been really good. Well... They only had two and a half hours. Yeah, you didn't give them a couple of hours to do it in. And also, in in most of the challenges, if you had two and a half hours... You'd be having to do things for yeah. most of it. Yeah. So, so I, I can't imagine any of them would have thought, "Oh gosh, we've got to bash this together really quickly and then steam it forever." And then there was the creme anglaise, which they all seemed to do quite well because, yes, they had loads of time to do it in. Yeah. And then we had the shot of them all sat there going, "Well, it's steaming." I know, right? And, and like, the, the difficulty with the creme anglaise was, ha-ha, we're only going to give you enough ingredients for one shot. Yeah. I'm just like, seriously, what was the point of that? It's, I mean, they all just got it right, didn't it's they? It's a sort of custardy, vanilla yeah. sugary thing. Maybe they were hoping for some of them to produce scrambled eggs. Yes, maybe. But at this stage in the competition, they shouldn't. not likely to they happen, shouldn't. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So, not a great challenge, I think, mm. on top of how they did. And, and I think because they all did so poorly. Yeah. If if one or two of them had turned out something genuinely quite good and had come together, you'd say, okay, you know, some of them just didn't cope because steam, you know, people don't do steam puddings in no. the same way anymore. No. So they wouldn't have had the practice, they wouldn't have had the knowledge to do it. But, but they all did poorly. Yeah, there, there was very little to distinguish them. Yeah, absolutely. And and I mean, and I imagine if they'd all had another hour to steam their puddings more. They all have produced a, a relatively decent steam pudding. It yeah. really was just the cooking time. Yeah, real shame. So, so yeah, it wasn't it wasn't a good way of differentiating the wheat from the chaff. But then let's talk about when you have a lot of time to bake it. It's still not amazing. How it comes out. <laughs> this is this is the next thing. Then, so you did do this. You I were, did do this. You were quite enthusiastic about doing this when you saw it. I was like, yeah, let's do it because the thing is, I I don't know that I've ever had a sweet steamed pudding, a sweet pudding okay. with a suet crust. But I am a big fan of the steak and kidney pudding. True, 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 true. I, I re- you know, if, <laughs> if we go to a restaurant, there's a steak and kidney pudding on the menu, I will order it nice. without fail. <laughs> and if we go to the fish and chip shops and, and they have a steak and kidney pudding on the menu, I will probably eschew the greasy fried fish for, for a nice steak and kidney pudding. So I'm like, okay, mm. let's give this a go. I shan't be doing it again. <laughs> so, I mean, like, it, it, it wasn't that difficult. Right. Uh, all in. I mean, I, I found the, the suet crust. It's interesting because they describe it as a dough rather than a pastry. Mm-hmm, and you've mm-hmm. got to knead it. Mm-hmm. Um, I found it quite a tough knead. Oh, interesting. And I found it quite tough to know, difficult to know when, when, when it was sufficiently kneaded or not. I mean, mm. it was only a minute or two that you were supposed to knead it for. 
Um, so and, and actually, it, the, the consistency did noticeably change those needing oh, that's it. that's interesting. Which was interesting. And, and I, I would imagine that's the reason to need it, because you can't put it in a blender or a processor because no. you'd break it down too much. Yeah. And you can't just do it with a whisk or something because you 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 do need to break down the suet. You need to make the suet join as a fat exactly. in the same way you do with the butter and, and sugar yeah. in, a, in an actual cake. Yeah, so hmm. I was wondering if some of the point of the kneading was to almost melt the suet into the um, mm. into the flour and stuff a bit. But yeah. yeah, it actually did produce something that was rollable at the end oh, interesting. of it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I mean, we had the challenge that we didn't have the right size pudding bowl. Yes, that so, is a challenge. So the recipe was supposed to be two, so two medium-sized pudding mm. bowls. We had teeny tiny ones. We from, have from six something small or other. ones that we used. I think last year in a challenge, maybe. Yeah, and I can't even remember what challenge, but yeah, but yeah. And then um, you managed to find two bigger ones mm. at the supermarket, but they they were they were bigger. Yeah. So I used one big one. Um, and the I think the amount of crust we had was not really quite enough for the okay. size, uh. so uh, so I lined it, mm-hmm. um, and then I put the very very complicated filling, which was mash butter and sugar together, <laughs> and you put half of the mashed okay, butter and so sugar. Okay, so it's t- mash. Well, it says mix. I mashed it all together. But it wasn't. You know how I do when I'm doing a cake. I use a beater, so no. I'm getting air in there. No, you're not doing that. that. It's combined. It's just combined. Because, I mean, at okay. the end of the day, it's all just going to melt. Mm-hmm. So, so there's no need for air in no. there. Okay. So it was cubes of butter and sugar. And to be honest, by that point, I, I'd, I'd just finished kneading. So I was like, oh, I'll just do it with my hands. Nice. <laughs> so I literally yeah, yeah. just mashed it together. Um, the, the lemon was interesting mm. because you concertinaed the lemon, basically. Okay. So you put cuts across it from, from, from like right to left, almost, almost across it. But not quite, and then right. you put in in between those cuts. You don't go from left to right, so you literally you make okay. a lemon concertina. Like those, the, the potatoes that we had, like the Hasselback potatoes. There we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah nice. exa- exactly. Okay. So yeah, which was interesting because on the show I just thought they were just jamming their lemons in. Well, that I didn't to be the implication. Cutting yeah. their lemon, yeah. but the recipe was very clear. You had to concertina your lemon. Mm. So I concertinaed my lemon. And then I pop the rest of the the sugar and butter mixture on top, mm-hmm. um, and then I then I then I put the lid on. Which was more more dough. Yeah. Um. And interesting that the water seal made quite a good seal. Okay. Um. And yeah. And then I made a lid. I mean, I did the whole pleating thing with the with the baking okay. powder and the foil. There was no way it was going to swell enough to <laughs> to need a pleat, but I did it. You know. Um. And then yeah, I tied it. Oh, we didn't have any strings, so I used some ribbon that we use for tying parcels. <laughs> it stayed on. <laughs> Yeah, and then you just boil it for for two hours. We don't have a steamer, mm-hmm. so I just put it inside a big pan. Okay. Um, put some boiling water in to, to about halfway up the side. Mm-hmm. Stuck the lid on. Started boiling it. Uh, replenished the water every fifteen minutes or so. Okay. And two hours later, we had a sauna for a house, <laughs> and um, maybe not a sauna, maybe a steam room. No, it's it, you know I think sauna is a <laughs> <laughs> and um, and we had the steamed pudding. Mm. And we tipped it out, and it it held its shape. It did hurt, it hold, hold its shape. shape. Absolutely, there are pictures of it where it didn't collapse no. like the others did. Um, but then over time, you could see that it wasn't solid. No, 100%, no, agree, exactly. if that makes sense. And it definitely wasn't flaky. Like Prue, Prue no. was like, "Oh, I'm looking for flakes." I'm like, "There's no flakes in this moist." Yeah. Um, lump of suet <laughs> like you would have had to do it for a very long time yeah. to make it go dry enough to flake agree 
Yeah. I agree. And I mean, and what's going to go dry when it's getting steamed? Maybe my foil wasn't sealed well enough. Maybe too much moisture got in. I don't know. Maybe. But... So, so mm. ultimately, mm-hmm. my conclusion is the filling was tasty. But how can you go wrong with butter and sugar and lemon? Yeah, yeah. The filling was was, and even because of the consistency of the the dough, it was like a sticky toffee pudding with lemon in it. Yeah, which was quite nice. It was it was a bit interesting and different. Yes, but also yes. I mean, the dough itself was not unpleasant no. with the filling when it was piping hot, mm. but there was no way I wanted to eat much more of it. No. So, so sadly, most of it ended up in our bin because it's not—it's not, it's not sort of like a cake which you can cut and come back to later. No, exactly, because it's so liquid, you can't then once you slice it. Over, and this is why you know six medium or, or two yeah. medium, however many they made, would have been okay for one or two people. But you couldn't then give a slice to other visitors and so on. No, mm. I mean it's the sort of thing where I. I so, so Debbie, um, our, our friend who I talk about mm-hmm. on this podcast a lot. Shout out to Debbie. <laughs> Shout out to Debbie. <laughs> has had it in in a restaurant uh, at a gastro pub. Mm. And she said it was amazing. Okay. I would be interested to taste it mm. done really, really well. Right. Because I don't think I did it really well. <laughs> I think, um, you know, done in a very small portion mm-hmm. with a thinner suet crust. I could see how it could be tasty. Okay. okay, but but we shan't ever be eating it again in this house. No, it was it, it, it's another one of those that seems like a lot of faff. Yeah, for not much out outcome. Um, using methods that we don't use for reasons. Yeah, because we can just stick stuff in the oven now. Yeah, because I'm like, would I would I steam something else? Probably not for that long. I didn't enjoy getting the house all that steamy. No, and, and I and I scalded my hand before. Oh. <laughs> so so no no I don't think oh. I would. <laughs> Whereas I would do those uh, steamed buns again, yes. so I would, you yeah, know, I wouldn't yeah, do yeah. something that needed two hours of steaming. Mm-hmm. But I would use that bamboo steamer and make the Chinese steamed buns again. Yeah, I, th- I think the steamed buns will go really well for when we have people over and yeah, twenty twenty one whenever we're allowed to. Um, okay, well done. I think I think I was looking at that going, no, I'm not interested in trying this. I persevered. But you did it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and this is why we're a good combo because I looked yeah. at the deep fat thing going. Yeah, I could probably do that. And I'm like, yeah. oh god, deep fat. I'm going to burn. <laughs> Given that I burn myself on steam, look, just think what air. I could do to myself. How does air burn. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right, uh, and then we come to the jelly-topped showstopper cake. Something I will never ever make. It is a really good challenge. It was very good. Really challenge. good challenge. Really I love that there's a baked component. I love that they have to do jelly and do jelly really well to taste good. Because yeah. I have no idea how you do jelly to taste good. You buy a pack of that thing, you boil some water and you stick the pack in and yeah, this, stir it this till it dissolves. This concept of making your jelly from gelatin mm. rather than from crystals that are already flavoured. I'm like, what? So, you know, and when they were slicing it and it was moving, it's like, that is a really interesting texture and substance. Yeah. I could see it being served that and going, this is quite impressive. And, and then to couple that with a whole artistic aspect, yes. make it beautiful and... By the time they got to Hermine's, that was just beautiful. Absolutely stunning. Reminiscent of Dave's mango flower decoration earlier in the series. So the thing that's occurred to me watching it again is we didn't actually get much time of them decorating. We got one of Mark injecting it and talking about how it worked and and moving a knife through. We got the others using shape knives to do things. Mm. I wish we'd gotten more about what the different shapes did and how they're putting it together and combining it. And I don't know whether it was just it was... 
so technical and detailed they weren't able to give an interview, a description oh. of what they're doing, or if they just felt it wasn't interesting enough. But I would have much rather had a lot more of that than some of the other stuff we got. Do you think before the show, mm-hmm. when they were all preparing what they wanted to do, they got given a detailed explanation and some examples of what it was the show wanted them to do? Because, I mean, that's just, that's not something I'd ever heard of. No, I suspect they might be given examples, mm. but that might be it. Yeah. I, I think things like finding the tools, you go and find the tools to do mm. what you want to do, and you come back with a description. And, and maybe they are given pointers when they're coming back with, here's what I designed. Because I imagine everyone designs all ten weeks. Yeah. Going into it. Yeah. Um, So... But yeah, I mean, it was fascinating. Mm. And I mean, it really did separate them. Yes. I mean, Hermine's was outstanding. Absolutely. Outstanding. D- deserved winner of Star Baker yeah, this week. Yeah, yeah. I think, I, you know, she did well in certainly that first round. She came in the middle in the, in the technical. And, and listening back again to the, the way they talked about all the things, it sounds like she's won the technical. It sounds like hers was the nicest. Yeah. But clearly it wasn't. Uh, fine. Fine. But then it was stunning at the end. Absolutely stunning. Just stood yeah. out so well. So well done, her. Yeah. But, but yeah, P- Peter and Mark did not come off well. No. And I think you said Peter didn't save himself. Yeah. Mark had a problem and failed. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, M- Mark's was just shocking on so many levels. Yeah. Well, not shocking. That, that that's, that's very mean. But <laughs> I wouldn't have eaten it. No, the, the it, and it, it's almost, it's the cake aspect yeah. that went the most wrong. The jelly aspect was fine. His jelly looked all right. Yeah. It was just clearly too heavy for the cake. Yes. And, and, and also, both the cake and the mousse, like, seriously, those, those were bad bakes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the, because the, it looked almost like um he was doing a pipe meringue thing, so I don't know yeah. exactly what that was. He served it on a board as well. Yeah. I'm pretty sure was not in the brief. No. Um... So it's it's a, it, it is a shame that it went that way, but again, it's making a decision and doing a thing that yeah. let them down sadly. Yeah. Um, and I think it's one of those. This is why it's it seems like such a good challenge that when you look at them all together, you can say yes, I can actually see who did well here mm. and who didn't do well. Yes. As as just an observer, as just a viewer. Yeah. Whereas there's other times where they say oh, that doesn't taste right, the texture's not right on that, and so on. And it's actually hard to sort of grasp yeah, what's yeah, gone wrong. Yeah. It, it's hard for them to demonstrate it. You know, they say, mm. oh, it's too much rose water flavour in here. Well, uh, uh, yeah. okay. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> so it was it, it was good to look at them and be able to go, oh, yes, I can see, whilst the challenge was ambiguous to us at the beginning, by the end you go, oh, yeah, I get it yeah. now. And, th- and yes, I could now judge a jelly cake to see how good or bad it is. <laughs> I thought Laura's was good as well. Yes. And I, mm. that, I think if she'd put a collar around it mm-hmm. to hide the edges of the cake some, some and the sort mousse, of piping or yeah. something, and then, mm. then I still think Hermine would have won because it was so beautiful. Yeah. But I think Laura would have been giving her a run for her money. She did very well in that opening round. Yeah. Mm. And, and I mean, she can clearly make things that taste amazing. Yes. So. Yeah, Laura really does seem to be picking it up now, I think. Yeah. I, I, I think her dabbles with... The, the problems earlier in the series are, are now setting her to, right, this is how I focus, this is how I yeah. get it done. Yeah. Um, Peter, not so much, but he's been consistent. Hamin has been consistent all the way through. Yeah. Um, and Dave, Dave, I think, just bakes good stuff. Yeah. 
Very competent. Yeah, I think at some point he he and you know obviously possibly Laura a bit on that basis, but might come on stock where Hermine is doing something so beautiful, mm. and they're not. Yeah, that th- that's where the differentiation will come. But he did that mango, yeah, cake tart thing. So, so what's your prediction for who's going to be out? Because this this the last. It's, it's a sec- semi final, and then the final. Yeah, I, uh, who's going out? Out because yeah. I don't think I could call it at this stage. Yeah. It's interesting. I don't think there's any one of them who, like in previous years, stands out so much. Mm-hmm. There's no one that I go, oh, they are the one to beat. They are the the really impressive person. Mm. I think they are all very good at what they do. And they're all doing that now. Mm. Um, but you, could, you can see it being either anything we've said. You know, someone just doesn't decorate well enough, doesn't do the finishing touches well enough, or someone does a decision the wrong way. Yeah. And their cake is not as good as anyone else's. Yeah. Mm. Do you have any thoughts? Do you have any feelings on it? I feel that Hermine will be through. Okay. I think that Dave doesn't suffer with the stress that possibly Peter and Laura do Mm. sometimes. So I think Mm. if it's a matter of holding your nerve Mm -hmm. to get stuff done... Then, then I think Dave will make it right. through. Yeah. Um, and then it's Laura and Peter. I think if Laura holds it together, mm-hmm. I think she's got the edge over Peter. Mm-hmm. But I worry, especially from the flash forward that they yeah. showed, <laughs> I worry that she will have a have a bit of a meltdown, mm-hmm. and that will that will set her back. Yeah. So could could be. I mean, but it looked like that was the technical. Yeah. Which. Which is virtually meaningless. Pretty sure technicals don't matter anymore. Yeah. Certainly late in the competition. Well, it's a technical where they're all pretty much producing roughly the same output. Yeah. Make no difference. Yeah, no. Yeah. So, so yes. For me, if I if I was if if you said to me, Catherine, put a tenner down now, mm-hmm. my money would be on Peter to go out next. Oh, week, interesting. Next okay. Week. Okay. Yes. Right. But I could also see it being something goes wrong for Hermine. Yeah. Uh, and that's it. Yeah, it's it's she's interesting. She's my prediction isn't it? for winner. Okay, that's... I think on the last couple of weeks because she's one star, you can see it. You know, really coming into herself and so on. I really want her to win. That's why she's my... <laughs> she's an accountancy student. She's like she's not full of herself. She yeah. just does a good job. She's competent. She's friendly. I, yeah, I, I love her comment about the. How you say the sponge name? I can't even remember what which sponge name it was. Genoese. Oh yeah, and she says, "Oh, you need to say Genoa." Yeah. After Laura had said, "Oh, maybe it's Genoese," but I'm from Dagenham, I think. Yeah, you know, yeah. so I don't say it that way. And she's like, "If you're going to speak the language, you speak the language. You should or, make an effort. Or why bother? <laughs> and that's all I'm going to say on it. <laughs> oh, and that's the tea. <laughs> yeah, shade. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I like her. I like yeah, her for that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so yeah, it, it would be. I, I think any of them at this stage, yeah, can win it and yeah. can go out. Yeah. Mm. Is some of this for Hermine coming into herself? It just just makes me think because the people who tried things that came off are no longer in the competition because they also tried things they didn't come off. Mm. Is that why she's able to shine now? Because someone else might have done a two tier jelly thing that really really worked. I think Hermine has is very sensible. Okay. She excels mm-hmm. um, with quality rather than pushing herself out onto a complete limb. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, don't get me wrong. That, that what she did this week was excellent. Yeah. 
but she clearly was like, I know I can do this. Mm. Because even from the beginning, some of her decoration skills were outstanding. Mm. Mm. Like, which which is the one where she did, uh, where they were doing like busts of people. And like the the uh, the sculpture, the person was mm. was not amazing, <laughs> but the clothing that she put on that person yes, yeah, was yeah, outstanding. Yeah. <laughs> Did she do Lupita? Yes, yes, yes. yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> kind of. <Yeah. laughs> I'm not sure Lupita would recognise herself no, in no. that. <laughs> okay, yes. it will be really interesting to see. I can't even remember what next week was. Neither can I. No. 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 It will be an exciting be surprise. exciting, but it looks like it has some drama in there. So yes. it'll be good to see. Yep, Great. Yep. We'll see everyone next week. Don't forget to hit us up on Instagram if you want to come and see how our bakes are going as we do attempt stuff. Um, and make sure you use the hashtag worth the calories to sh- tag us in anything and show us your bakes. Nice. See you next week. Bye.